Hello, welcome to the next English podcast. Actually, today I am recording from my bed. Yeah, that's right. I am lying in my bed. And maybe the, th the first thought that might come to your mind is that I, um, I'm being lazy. Maybe you think that I am a couch potato. Like, how, how dare I to record an episode of the podcast, to speak to you directly, to my listeners, in this sort of way. Isn't this a bit, what's the word I'm looking for, um, disparaging? Is that the word I'm looking for? You know, for these occasions, obviously, I have got Uncle Google here, and uh, I decided to um, put the laptop inside my bed, so that it would be ready for something like this. So, uh, disparaging. Is that the word? By the way, this episode is gonna be about vocabulary, so, you know, yeah. Disparaging means to ex expressing the opinion that something is of little worth or derogatory. Now, that's not what I wanted. I wanted something else, but never mind that, never mind. I mean, it's I'm not gonna fix it now, am I? Anyway, speaking of fixing things, episode 190. Oh, by the way, if you can come up with the word I was looking for, feel free to write it in the comment section. I am very happy to be corrected. I don't take it too seriously, I will not get insulted or offended. So I am maybe an English teacher, but I do have my flaws. Uh, obviously, I'm not omniscient, so please do feel free to um, correct my mistake. It may help me out, actually, so um, I welcome it. Now, speaking of making mistakes, uh, remember episode 190. It actually does my head in a bit, because I've just listened to it. And guess what? I mean, yeah, I noticed what happened in this episode. I left a lot of things that I was supposed to edit out. I left it in the episode. And it does feel very weird and at times amusing and funny, but... Well, it's very unprofessional. It's, it's, I have dropped a clanger, basically. I dropped a clanger, uh, made a blunder. It's, um, it's a bit of a disaster for a podcaster to do something like that. Um, maybe, you know what, this may be a unique opportunity for you to look inside, to, to look under the lid, to kind of look behind the scenes of how a podcast like this is made by someone like me. I mean, I'm sure different people do it in different ways, but the way I do it is that I record an episode of a podcast with occasionally mistakes here and there. I mean, it's inevitable for someone like me. And then, uh, whenever I make a mistake... Okay, let's, let's give, let, let me give you an example. So, whenever I do a mistake... If I imagine I said that, whenever I do a mistake, I would immediately say it again, but correctly. So I would say, whenever I make a mistake, okay, and I would pretend 
as if nothing happened, you know, as if the thing I said before didn't really happen. But of course it happened because, you know, you know, it just happens. Okay, I can't prevent it. But the idea is that the original message, which was wrong, would be edited out in the editing program that I use when I edit out, when I edit the podcast in the, in the post-production phase of making a podcast, which is something people don't realize. And um, yeah, that, that's kind of, you know, kind of a lot of work. So, um, and I have to edit things out like that sometimes. Sometimes less, sometimes more. I, t- I tend to do it more when I record the episodes of the podcast as monologues, you know, or when I have to improvise the whole thing. And that was the case of that episode 190. It wasn't really well prepared. I do like those episodes. I, I-, I take on this challenge of trying to be, f- I wouldn't say funny, but at least trying to sound interesting and educational because, as you know, I'm a teacher and I wanted to teach some vocabulary. But what happened was that I left bits that were not supposed to be there and it sounded ridiculous, it sounded uh, absolutely uh, ludicrous and, uh, well, I cannot really take it back now, but, um, you know, uh, it it, it was... I had to, I really had to comment on this uh, and I hope it does not happen again. Uh, What the reason for this was that... uh, when I edit out, I, um, I do end up with two audio files on my desktop, okay? And one of them gets deleted. That's the one that's the original one. And the one that is edited, right? The one that is revised and um, amended. That one is the one that I upload um, onto my host, which is now, as you know, podbean.com that's right I, let me remind you i have decided to pay for the for the hosting and i have a new host podbean.com uh, and i fl- i left audio boom and this is what happened that was my first episode ever recorded on podbean and what what a mistake that was i mean i am really really ashamed of this uh, but uh, I'm trying to see the positives in the negatives and um, uh, I'm lo- trying to look for the positives, okay? Even though it, this is a negative experience for sure, I think you kind of know me, those of you who have been listening to me for a long time, so you will not judge me too harshly because these things happen and I'm not infallible, that's right, I'm not perfect. If you thought I was perfect, that I don't stumble over my words and, you know, make mistakes like that, then you were definitely mistaken. Of, of, of course I do, of course I do, especially as a non-native speaker, I have to make extra effort. But you know what, it depends. Sometimes I, I do quite well when I record episodes of podcasts without making any sorts of mistakes. For example, these eight minutes of the of recording this podcast, um, I feel like it has been going quite well so far. But you know, I should really listen back to this because you never know. You never know until you listen back to yourself, and then you get surprised 
by what kind of strange things you may have said. Right, so I'm sorry for dropping this clanger and uh, I hope I will be forgiven by you. Um, okay, another thing I need to mention is that you can now become my patron. And, um, well, that basically means that you can support me financially by donating a dollar every month. Um, you will pledge it. You have, first have to create an account and then you pledge a dollar or more if you want. I do have two patrons already and I have to say that I can't thank these people enough because they are absolutely amazing. They are making this podcast possible right now because the hosting is really expensive for me and one dollar it may not be much but it does count if more people do this. So please I'm not gonna beg but please consider sending me a donation like that. It may make a huge difference. And, you know, uh, uh, from from the previous episode on, I am actually giving you some extra content for being my patrons. The, in the last episode, the episode 191, it was the interview with Marek um, about Norway and other things. I... I provided uh, extra about about extra eight nine minutes to the to my patrons. It wouldn't be me if I didn't mess up a bit, of course. Um, it's it's the second mess up. There will there, there will be also the third one, but the the second mess up is that for about half half a day or maybe it was was it an entire day. Other people could actually download the extra content. Uh, by other people, I mean people who were not my patrons. And I saw about 10 downloads. So I'm really sorry to my patrons. From next time on, when I give, give away uh, this extra content, uh, I will make sure it only goes to you, okay? But, I mean, it's just 10 people who got lucky, I guess. You know, if you, by the way, feel a bit guilty about this, uh, you can still send me the donation, you know. Um, of course, you can do that. Um, okay, and what's the third mistake I made? Well, the third mistake I made, I'm not sure if it was really a mistake, because I didn't really neglect anything. Uh, I read the tutorial when I was um, coming to uh, coming on to podbean.com and uh, they told me what to do uh, that I have to basically change my RSS feed um, for iTunes because iTunes seems to be the the most important medium through which I get my listeners actually I will I do have some statistics here but I can read them out later on I mean it's a bit boring stuff but uh, I don't feel like doing it right now but um, Apparently, there was one thing I did not do, and that was to redirect the RSS feed from Audioboom onto my new host, that would be podbean.com. I did not do this, and I was really surprised after publishing the, 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 the last two episodes, uh, the episode 190 and uh, episode 191, I was really surprised that my numbers were so low. It was somewhere in the region of dozens, which is something I would not really expect after acquiring such such a, a loyal 
audience of uh, about 200 to 300 listeners. So I was really shocked and gobsmacked and flabbergasted and um, I can't think of any more expressions for being surprised right now. But I was all that and until I decided to express my um, concern about this and I got a message from Luke who kindly pointed out to me that I may have forgotten to redirect. It's not that I forgot really, I just didn't know that I should do this. And I was even talking to the support of uh, podbean.com, which seems to be quite good actually. You know, they are very responsive and obliging and helpful. Uh, However, they did not tell me this either and it was Luke actually who told me and I really can't thank you enough Luke for this because um, you saved the day for me and for this podcast because uh, after I I asked Audioboom they um, decided to uh, uh, um, uh, approve, no not approve, what's, what's the correct verb here? They decided to not... um, Okay, they just did it for me, alright? They did not have any trouble helping me out with this. Although they did say that they are very sorry to see me go, which was supposed to make me feel a bit guilty, I guess? (laughs) Or something like that. But anyway, I mean, they were fair about it because I've been with them. Not I have been, but I had been with them for quite some time. I had to use past perfect tense there because that time is now over that time has been over for about uh, a week okay um so um yeah um so this is fixed now fortunately and the numbers are not really back on what it used to be but they are getting there hopefully um again i i I repeat this every single podcast, but if you want to help this podcast, there are more ways. And not the, um, it's not just the one way you donate me some money. It's also by telling people to disseminating the, the knowledge of this podcast, to, to tell people out there in the podcast land, as Luke calls it, that the next English podcast is a thing and it's, it's, it's something you listen to. And uh, they can listen to it too if they want to. And it's free. It's a free service. And um, it's, it does help Zdenek uh, to run the podcast, to keep it going. Because as I have said here many times, I can't do this without listeners. It wouldn't make sense. It would be pointless. Of course, if you have a podcast, you need an audience. You're talking to certain people. Uh, otherwise, you would be doing it only for yourself. Which could be an interesting English-speaking practice, but uh, I am I am uh, further than that. I am beyond this point already. I'm doing this for other reasons as well. One of them is to uh, to have an audience because it's it's interesting, it's fun, and um, I have to thank you for being my audience. Okay, so um, this episode of the podcast um, is. Um, called Flashcards Vocabulary Volume 2 and uh, in this one I am going to continue going through some of the vocabulary that um, 
I have been collecting onto my um, Flashcard Deluxe app, which had been recommended to me by um, uh, Ollie Richards from I Will, I Will Teach You a Language podcast, which is uh, another podcast I listen to. And um, um, the, 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 the expressions and words have been collected from other podcasts, that's, uh, other podcasts that I listen to, such as especially Luke's English podcast, but also Rock and Roll English podcast. Um, that's a very, very good one. But my, Martin Johnston, um, that's um, another podcast. Uh, I think I will speak about this podcast more in the future because it has become one of my favorite podcasts. But also I listen to podcast uh, called Arsbrook, which is a podcast uh, run by Andrew Mangan, uh, who is also a stand-up comedian from Ireland. But... Uh, um, he is a podcaster and his podcast is excellent. Um, um, if you are an Arsenal football fan, then uh, this has to be a must for you. And then I listen to other podcasts like uh, the, the TEFL show or the TEFL commute, which, which are podcasts about English teaching because I want to be professional and I want to keep up to date with um, the latest um, in the world of ELT, English language teaching, so that's why I listen to uh, these podcasts as well. And I also listen to a podcast called Talking Dead, which is run by two Canadians. Um, what are their names? Will I be able to remember their names? Uh, Jason? My, one of them is Jason, and um, the other one I can't remember. But Talking Dead podcast is uh, 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 basically about zombie film, uh, zombie TV shows, um, especially The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. And it's just great to listen to uh, 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 basically analysis of uh, an episode of a TV show that you regularly watch because it just gives you some vocabulary and uh, it's just interesting to revisit the experience of watching the uh, um, TV show. I would not watch the TV show twice. I used to do it when I was younger, but these days I don't really have time, and I, I think it's it's pointless really for someone like me to watch it twice. You will it will never be the same like watching it again. So you know, that's why the podcast comes in handy, and uh, it's it's a really really uh, neat neat thing to to listen to. And there are some more podcasts that I have uh, for sure forgotten about. But never mind that. Uh, I think it's high time I got into this episode because, uh, I mean, it's been 19 minutes already and I haven't got to the main point of this episode. So let me launch the app and let's have a look. By the way, this is completely improvised. I mean, I have the expressions here in my app, but uh, the examples I will have to come up um, um, with on the spot, on the spur of the moment, and off the cuff, and ad-lib, and... Okay, I can't think of any more expressions for improvising things, but I'm sure there are plenty of them. But... Um, Let's see, so will I be able to remember where I left off last time? I think I covered A, B, and C. Uh, yes, I have. 
So, okay, so it, today I could do D, E, and F. We will see how it goes, okay? I can always, like, speed it up. Uh, but uh, I just hope I'll be able to come up with the examples. I hope I will be resourceful tonight, full of ideas. By the way, I'm not drinking like in the original episode that was um, uh, called Sticky Notes. I'm not getting drunk for it uh, because I don't need it anymore. I seem to be quite um, calm, cool and collected about recording these episodes. Recently I have had this sort of um, epiphany when I actually realized that I may have improved in my English really in the recent years and it you know at this level it doesn't it doesn't come this moment it, it's just so hard to see any sort of progress but it feels like I am so confident in my lessons and it feels like I'm so fluent I think it's the combination of what I have been doing in the recent years so I've been listening to all these podcasts, I've been recording my own podcast, I've been teaching my English lessons and being a bit selective about who I teach actually, preferring adults and higher level students, not always, but in most cases, and I think it has played its part in my own language development, you just have to be smart sometimes and I believe, now I'm blowing my own trumpet here, and I'm sorry I'm, I'm doing that, but sometimes you have to praise yourself because nobody else will do it. So I'm sorry about this, but I have to say I'm quite proud of how I have improved in the recent years. And I believe what, uh, another um, aspect of this would be going to England because that was just a month, but quite an important one. It did build up my confidence and... I hope it will continue, you know, because ultimately my aim is to be a C2 speaker, which technically I already am, some people would say, but I feel like there is still room for improvement. So, okay, now let's get on with the vocabulary because that's what you are here for. And if you haven't uh, been satisfied with what I have been talking about, so far, then I am sorry, and um, I hope you managed to put up with it. Uh, and now let's let's do what I was supposed to do. So uh, the first word is no. Actually, the way I do it is that I talk about something, and then it kind of comes up uh, in the context in context, which is more natural and maybe a little bit more exciting, I guess. Well, you be the judge of that. Uh, not me, um, because uh, I work as a teacher. Uh, <clears throat> you don't have to work as a judge, by the way. It's an expression. You be you be the judge of that. Uh, but uh, it's not one of the expressions we should be doing here. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just I feel like the, these all these phrases come so naturally out of nowhere. I don't know. It's I'm just unstoppable tonight, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. Now I am. In my room which is um, a nice room but I have to say I I I am a bit of um, you know I procrastinate I have problem with 
Um, I, I leave things till last moment, especially when it comes to cleaning. I hate cleaning. The, the room is a bit messy. I will be honest with you. I live alone as a guy. Uh, you would say it's normal, but I'm not happy about it. I'm really not. The room is a bit dank. Um, and that's the expression I wanted to uh, mention, um, throw in. So, the, the room is a bit dank. That means cold and unpleasant. Actually, I wouldn't say so. Because I have a, I have a fire here. I have a heater. And that heats up the room. So, it's not that cold and that unpleasant. But uh, to a certain extent, you could say that it's a bit cold. Uh, it's a bit dank. Uh, I mean, it, it all depends on the perspective, really, doesn't it? Uh, if you are a posh person used to high standards, uh, then you may be hard to please, really. And uh, this, this room may seem to you a bit dank. Um, you know, uh, what's, there was, there was another expression. Uh, I can't, I can't remember it. Anyway, but you could also like be someone like me and uh, be actually grateful that you can live in a place like this. In which case you would not really say it's dank because dank is a bit like... Yeah, it's, it's a slightly negative word really. So, you know, um, I hope if you ever uh, manage to... If you ever kind of uh, see the photos of um, my room, I, I hope you won't consider it daunting um, is this is this how I should use this word okay you know what uh, let, let me give you a, a better context okay ignore what I just said okay and um, let's uh, let's make it better let's fix this uh, thing basically imagine uh, some new listeners want to listen to this podcast okay and they tune in and let's say they're not one of the brightest minds well let's say they are lower level students like maybe a2 students which obviously does not necessarily mean that they are not bright or intelligent that was that was kind of unprofessional of me to say that what i meant was that because obviously you may have some people who are very intelligent i just just haven't started learning the language so but there you have then you also have people who have been trying to learn english for extremely long and just failing to do so because of various reasons which I don't feel like going into right now but you know I'm sure I would find plenty um, but uh, th there, there's for you a teacher who, who is on a rant by the way um, so if somebody listens to this podcast and it may be a, uh, A2 level or something like that then um, the, the first impression or the, the, the first experience of exposing themselves to something like this may be a bit daunting, you know, it, a bit frightening and worrying. So um, I hope that that is not your case, that this podcast doesn't appear to be daunting for you because um, I, I certainly don't feel like it should really. And um, if it's not for you, then I, I suppose you are not even listening. So that doesn't make sense. It's a bit of um, um, it's it's a bit of um, okay. Uh, again, I, I, the the vocabulary just seemed to have escaped my mind. 
whew, it's not 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 the word absurd, but um, what's the word I am looking for? Uh, and I'm not editing this episode out, by the way, because uh, why? Why? Why bother this time? Because it's been all right so far, and uh, I actually kind of. I actually kind of like what Luke does because when whenever he makes mistakes, he turns it into an advantage, uh, or he just laughs it off. You know, he just makes it a make turns it into a joke, and I should be doing something like that. Uh, okay, I don't know what I was talking about anymore, but that's also common on this podcast, so don't get um, surprised. Uh, don't um anyway whatever um i'm not gonna what's this expression about deem someone sir what what the hell is this to deem someone surplus to requirement oh okay so that means uh, that's uh, like an understatement of saying that <clears throat> you are not really needed. I, I have to say, you guys, I don't deem you as surplus to requirement. No, you are indispensable for me. You are um, uh, um, somebody I need, okay? So you are definitely wanted and uh, feel at home here and um, make yourself comfortable and keep listening to the next English podcast. I do not deem you surplus to requirement. What a strange phrase this is. Where the hell did I get it from? Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, okay, what, uh, how do I segue into this one? <laughs> that's, that's quite a strange one. Well, let's say... Okay, are you guys drinkers? Do you guys drink alcohol? I do, I have to say. I don't think I'm an alcoholic by any means. I know when to stop. I can go without alcohol for a long time if you ask me to. But I do like to have uh, a pint from time to time. I, I will not deny that. And that might be because it's deeply ingrained in, uh, in uh, Czech culture, you know, because... Uh, that's what we do. We, it's not blood that runs in our veins and arteries. It's not blood, guys, actually. It's beer. That's right. You may have thought that that would be different nations, like maybe English. The English or Danish people are known for this, or even Germans. But actually, uh, well, obviously, um, that's for sure that these nations like their beer. But Czech people do as well, and we are quite like well, we are not a proud nation so much compared to our um, whew, compared to our uh, countries. But we do love our beer, and that's something that you you should not um, talk uh, bollocks about. Wow, that was really strange phrase. There a bit of an awkward uh, wording there but uh, never mind that again you know you, you, you <laughs> I just wanted to say you're getting what you pay pay for uh, but that wouldn't be fair anymore because there are actually some people who are paying for this so um, I'm not saying that then okay so this b 
beer drinking, we are beer drinking culture. Drinking beer is deeply ingrained in our culture. That that was another expression, by the way. I hope you noticed and um, let's carry on. I hope you guys are not like some sort of uh, secret agents or police um, that uh, you will not uh, arrest me for saying such things on the podcast for promoting alcohol or, and alcoholic beverages on this very podcast, which may be listened to by some children as well. Um, I hope I'm not digging my own grave with this. I hope I'm not responsible for my own downfall. Uh, that was another expression, by the way, to dig your own grave, to be responsible for your own downfall. Uh, so it's I, I sometimes use this expression to score your own goal as well. That's funny. Because I don't have to speak about beer in the podcast. It just feels right to do so. But I may be... Um, making a mistake because maybe if I just avoid topics like alcohol, sex, drugs, things like that, maybe the podcast will uh, be cleaner. I don't know. Maybe. But actually, that's not what I think, guys. I think these topics are nice. A little bit of controversy is good. And I do the same in my lessons. You you can't imagine sometimes what, what we talk about in my lessons. And it's good because... You get everybody engaged, everybody's interested. You just have to be respectful if you keep yourself respectful in, that, in those lessons. Uh, if you manage to constrain, your, constrain yourself and keep it to a reasonable uh, limit, then it's, it's great. The lessons can be great because that's interesting and you, it marks you out. You're different because most teachers don't do it because they're afraid. And the books don't cover these topics because they're afraid and because they could be sued for and um, and so on. So there is one more expression like that and that's to be a hoist of your own petard. To be a hoist of your own petard. It's similar to dig your own grave. Um, okay, so... Um, even if there are some people who may have not liked what I've just spoken about, the, the beer part, I do hope that... Um, um, actually, can I say this here? Uh, no. No. Basically, I was about to say that Whatever happens, I'm not going to throw the baby out of the bathwater. And by that, I meant I am not going to discard something valuable, because I think you will all agree that this podcast is valuable as it is now, in its current format, and uh, it has its place under the sun, and, um, you know. So, I'm not going to discard this valuable thing along with something undesirable uh, not sure if I managed to give you a good example there but it's a, it's a funny expression to don't throw the baby uh, out of the bathwater so it means basically keep a stick to what you're doing it's valuable even even if the, at times it may not all go well and yeah, I think it was the case um, lately I had to make the decision whether I should 
change my host or just throw the baby out of the bathwater, uh, I decided to keep going because um, I don't give up that easily. Um, I, I mean, I've been doing this for ages now, yeah? It's been like four and a half years, so if I stopped now, I would be a coward and I don't want to be a coward. Okay, so that's that. And, um, you know, from time to time uh, you can experience me dropping a clanger. That's an expression I've already used. Uh, that was a weird stress placement there. Uh, that happens sometimes too, so sorry about that. You know, when you speak English, it's not just the sounds you have to be careful about. It's also the stress, the word stress, the word, the sentence stress, also the intonation and weak forms, strong forms. There are so many aspects, aspects of connected speech, so many things you can learn when it comes to pronunciation. And a lot of times this is neglected by teachers, by English teachers. So if you have an English teacher, do do ask them about these things as well, like do tell them to teach you them because um, they are useful and they can really make a difference with your um, with your own um, uh, spe speaking. So you should not forget that there are such aspects of pronunciation. Uh, okay, I don't really know what I was talking about before because uh, apparently I do have the habit of going off on a tangent and um, yeah um, I'm sorry I just I all I can do is just to apologize really I can't do much more about this can I yeah um, I mean um, what what how do I introduce this one this one I actually know from Andrew Mangan from Ars blog he does use it from time to time and it's an adjective. If something is that, then it's practical, even if in a little immoral way. Hmm. It's like something that is useful for you, but you know it is slightly immoral. Okay, what could be that? I suppose the possibility to download things, you know, I mean, I'm not a massive pirate to be fair but from time to time when I need some PDF I mean I do own a lot of books so I don't really feel any guilt about this books by different publishers Oxford Cambridge University Press and publishers like that but from time to time maybe I feel like I you know like downloading a book in PDF and it's usually the old the, the the books that were published in the olden days and that's because it's hard to get the new ones and it's understandable and you know for example you could like download book called Taboos and Issues which is a super old book but really great one and yeah I do have a copy I don't think I should be saying these things on the podcast really because you know you, I could be judged and perhaps even arrested for it. But, like I said, I don't think I'm overdoing this and I'm definitely not selling this, okay? I'm definitely not making additional copies or anything like that. And I do have a large bookcase full of 
English books. So I don't really feel any guilt. But it's can it can be expedient to do this for some people. And sometimes I I do it, okay, I, I admit. So okay, anyway, anyway. I got into something I didn't intend to um, to get into, but you know, these things happen. Um, the English podcast is a good way to develop your listening skills. I'm sure you already know this. That's the premise of listening to any podcast, uh, let alone Zdenex English podcast. Of course, the, this wouldn't be any different from any other podcast, any other learning podcast. Obviously, you have, like, we could divide uh, English podcasts into authentic podcasts, which are aimed at um, like native speaker audience and that would be for for example those podcasts about the walking dead or even the arts blog but then you have learning podcasts such as rock and roll english and luke's english podcast and my podcast and it's a great listening practice but if you really want to fast track your english to fluency then uh, you will have to um take up on one of those offers that Luke gives in his promotion bits. I'm not gonna mention those um, companies because it doesn't feel fair because they are not really sending me any money but I am sure you know what I'm talking about as somebody who 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 also listens to Luke's English podcast. I can't imagine otherwise. I can't imagine that there are people listening to this podcast and not listening to Luke's English podcast, but I could be wrong. I have actually had some messages in the past saying that those guys listen to my podcast over Luke's English podcast. That was really something I, I found hard to believe. But anyway, 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 Luke does advertise these services or these some app or something that can help you with your fluency. And he used, the, used this phrase to fast track your English to fluency and that basically means to push your English to become more fluent. Okay, so that's another expression. Um, okay, so one of the reasons I um, have been doing this podcast is because I always wanted to make this business and make a lot of money out of it. Now you may have a shock, a shocking expression now on your face I uh, can't really see it, uh, but you, yeah, I can I can imagine it. But you don't have to, because that's a lie, guys. I've just used wrong reasoning. I've just used fallacy. It was fallacy. I um, pulled your leg. I did this because I needed to use the expression fallacy. Okay, so wrong reasoning. Again, uh, not the most appropriate context for this expression but um, it is what it is okay so um, recently I have been very very busy I've been literally snowed under I've got my hands full and um, if people want to fix lessons with me if people want to arrange lessons with me as a professional teacher they will really find it hard these days Okay, so I'm just telling you I'm full. I'm completely full. Do not ever ask me for any lessons or I'll go mad. I'm already mad. 
so I can't go any madder. So, you know, um, please do not ask me for any lessons, will you? I don't want uh, to be fear. Uh, I don't want to be fixing any lessons anymore. It's, it's especially for now. I mean, never say never. Things can change quickly. I may get fired or sacked or made redundant or laid off for expressions for losing your job there. But um, I don't. I certainly don't plan it because I'm quite happy uh, where I'm working right now and um, yeah I feel like uh, I've been doing all right teaching English for engineering general English I have got some native speakers in my classes that's quite amazing and I'm teaching them English for for um, academic purposes it's EAP and uh, that's really something like it's can you imagine, like me, a non-native English teacher take teaching native speakers? That's just incredible, right? So, you know, obviously, the, the nat- non-native speakers are in vast majority. Uh, don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, anyway. By the way, I hope I will get to... Uh, speak to these people on this podcast in the future. I get on quite well with them, you know, so I, I'm, I'm sure this, this will be a possibility at some point. Uh, hmm, this one is funny. So, you know, I cycle to work, so uh, I don't have a car really. And um, I don't really do that thing when people stop a car, when people flag down a car um, because they want to go somewhere. What's what's it called? Hitchhiking? No, 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 no. Is it? Hitchhiking. Yes, it is. It has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hitchhiking. I don't really do that thing. Uh, it, I, I know a lot of people who do do that. Did you notice that double do? Yeah? I know a lot of people who do do that, that was for emphasis, but I'm not one of those people uh, because uh, I would find it a bit, uh, what's the word, Um, uh, humiliating I guess, I would find it a bit humiliating having to flag down a car because it feels like I would be begging and a lot of people would uh, reject me and I hate I really do hate being rejected. You have no idea how much I hate rejection. So that would definitely be the case if I decided to flag down a car. Because I am not an attractive, a beautiful girl. A pretty girl that would be stopped by everyone. Uh, what, what kind of thoughts... Are coming into my head right now. All I'm saying is that there might be some people who would have an advantage and I may not be one of them unless unless I uh, I use uh, some sort of uh, note saying that um, I'm an English teacher and I can give free lessons in your car if you drive me to my destination. If you give me a lift I will um, teach you present perfect tense and I will um, explain to you what a subjunctive mood is and I may even 
teach you some idioms related to um, health and medicine and I, I don't know what else to say here really so I, I'm, I, I don't really feel like flagging down a car I'm sure you notice that the expression is to flag down a car which means to stop a car you basically wave to signal to the driver that you might wanna uh, that you would be interested in um, uh, in what you would be interested in a lift like you want a lift you want um, not the lift the, the one that um, um, helps you get to higher floors not ele not the elevator no I'm talking about it's 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 another expression which is not on my list but uh, uh, I said it anyway I hope you don't mind I hope you forgive me again I have to ask you for forgiveness how many times have I had to ask you for for for, for fuck's sake for for fig blah, for, for for I can't say it. How many times have I had to ask you for forgiveness on this podcast? So many times. Uh, um, I lost count. <laughs> okay, so I hope uh, I won't ask you again. In fact, I'm quite sure it won't happen. I'm positive. Uh, it would have to be a fluke. An unlikely chance occurrence, a surprising piece of luck. Really strange context for such a word, fluke. And fluke has nothing to do with Luke. Um, it starts with F, so we could say it's an F word. And I'm pretty sure Luke wouldn't like uh, to be a part of an F word, although he might actually like it, considering that he does have a sense of humor and he may appreciate my strange pun or strange, whatchamacallit, that I decided to uh, insert into the end of this episode. That's, that's right, guys. I think it's been long enough. It's about 50 minutes already. I will see if I can, again, uh, give some extra minutes to my patrons, I will see if I do it or not. I don't have to do it in every single episode, I think. So, you know, that's it. Yeah, I managed to cover F and that was my original plan. Or did I say I would get, get to G? I may have said it, but you know what? G um, will remain for the um, future um, future continuations of this series this is this is enough for now so let me now read out again the expressions that appeared on this podcast episode it was dank daunting deem someone uh, deem someone surplus to requirement deeply ingrained in a culture dig one's own grave don't throw the baby out of the bathwater Drop a clanger, expedient, fast track your English to fluency, fallacy, fix lessons, flag down a car, fluke, and there was actually one more that I forgot to mention. Huh. Okay, 
So I think we have talked about the advantages of listening to podcasts. There are plenty, but I'm pretty sure you might find some disadvantages if you are a nitpicker and if you really like um, turn on a torch and look into every single corner, every like um, if you manage to like find every single cobweb in in the cor- corner, what? What am I talking about? I I think it's high time I stopped. But the episode I wanted to talk about is... No, 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 no. Not the episode. The word I wanted to throw in was flip side. So what's the flip side of listening to a podcast? What's the disadvantage? I honestly can't think of any. And that's because um, listening to a podcast is just... It's um, superb, you know, it's it's a sign of very high level lear- or very highly committed learner, somebody who takes English language learning very seriously, somebody who um, is a self-guided learner, an autonomous learner who have, uh, who have, uh, his his or her brain in its right place. That's by, by the way a new expression which um, haven't be hasn't been um, which hasn't entered the dictionary. Okay, guys, I think that's enough. I mean, um, I I think you can uh, see or you can feel that I am uh, treading water. Yeah, you can you can notice that I'm running on fumes here, and it's high time this episode was drawn to a close. I have to put a stop to this right now, right here at this very moment. I know it's hard, and I'm doing it right now. But I just wanted to say something before I go. Basically, this episode is not gonna be edited at all. And this is a way of responding to that first episode. I want to show you. It is possible for me to record an episode like that. If I try hard, if I push myself, if I challenge myself, I can do it. I feel like this episode can be published. There are a few mistakes. There are a few tangents I I um, went off on. Yeah, is that is that right? There are a few tangents. That uh, no, that that that's. I don't think that's the way I should say it. Uh, I shouldn't use it as a relative clause. Okay, there are a few tangents that were not necessary. I'm sure there are a few grammar errors, uh, but I am pretty confident that it's much better, way better episode than the one before. I hope you will like it. Please do get back to me about this episode. I need your feedback as always. Uh, leave your comments, send me emails, do whatever you want. You know where to find me. Facebook page, Pod- uh, not Podomatic. No, that's that's be that's where I was originally. But uh, after that, I went on to Audioboom, and now I'm on Podbean.com. Please uh, drop me a line uh, before I drop, because I think I'm already dropping and. I will uh, do all I can to prevent that. So it's been great uh, recording this episode for you. And until next time, 
Bye.